Welcome to the Ride of My Life podcast. I'm Caroline Rena, and I'll be sharing with you what it's going to be like to go out on the road for a few months while working through emotions and challenges that go along with it. As I develop my knowledge and awareness, I hope to connect with you while I'm on this journey. Hey everyone, I'm Caroline and welcome to the Ride of My Life, episode three change up again, uh, working on my self-care. So doing it every day is not feasible. And so I'm just going to bring it to you when I can bring it to you. So I can't promise anything and I'm still going to do it, obviously. So uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for following me. Thank you for subscribing to me. Uh, This is amazing. I've got so many people contacting me, helping me, giving me suggestions or just um, supporting or, you know, whatever. And I'm really, really grateful. Um, So I'm going to go into how I ended up with this uh, today. Um, I ended up writing my blog over three days and um, decided to just put that in as the podcast. So that's what I'm going to be doing maybe from now on, (laughs) unless something changes again. So um, we'll start with Thursday because I was sitting, I was at a local coffee shop, kind of, um, I was working on uploading my podcast and um, was running into technical difficulties. And um, I ended up meeting two very interesting people on my journey. And I was thrilled about that because I love when this kind of thing happens. And yeah, sometimes it throws me off my blogging and podcasting game. And um, it's just teaching me how to go with the flow because I really feel like those are times that are supposed to happen. And it's part of this experiment. So I'm fully okay with that. I'm fully being learning to be okay with that. And um, I'm, I'm just really happy that I get, got to meet these, these people. Anyway, um, I'm going to first do a shout out to um, this coffee shop that I, that I have been working at. It's called Haven Coffee Roasters and it's in Winter Haven, Florida. And it's got some incredible people there. I don't drink coffee, but I can say it totally smells delicious. Um, I don't know what kind of coffee they bring in there, but the, the, I don't know if he's the owner or, or the, I don't know what he does, but he's always looking for like the best coffees to bring in there. So, and I don't know enough about coffee, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into that piece of it. But what I can tell you, the tea they also have there is amazing. Um, And my favorite, obviously, uh, pumpkin spice this time of year. Yeah. So I had a pumpkin spice chai tea and the combination, I've never done that before was wow. I can just tell you, but they will mix up your coffee or tea, however you like it. And I will say that the people, the hospitality and the vibes there are amazing. I just loved doing my work in there. Um, and as far as the two incredible human beings in one place to, to help walk me through a couple of things and talk to me and, and, um, and gift me and provide for me emotionally, mentally, you know, spiritually, it was, it was absolutely an amazing experience. Um, Strangers assisting me, you know, it's like, they didn't even know who I was and they were willing, ready and open to, um, to help me out, you know, and don't always see that. So it's good to hear about it when it does happen. Uh, and then I just wanted to share with you the exercises, um, are, yeah, they're continuing to bring up fear to the surface for me. And that was like Thursday night, Friday morning. 
Um, I woke up in the mor Friday morning at like 3.20 a.m. I'm not going to get into the gist of what happened, but I will say it was definitely a trigger for me on something someone had told me. So I was up until six and then went back to sleep for a while and then felt a lot better and then just kind of walked my way through the day. Um, I found that the trigger was definitely a body fear that I was having that was coming up for me from something that was said. Um, and it, it put me into a flashback and I had to struggle to sit with it because, um, generally when I go into flashbacks, I'll go for a walk or, you know, I'll find something to do to get movement in my body to release the energy, but I didn't, I couldn't do that because it was too early. So, um, now the rest of the day I felt much better and staying in a high vibration, even through healing, these healing and challenges. And it, and it's really cool because it feels like it's getting easier some days to walk through it. And then of course there's the days that's not so easy. So, uh, yesterday talking about walking through stuff, this was an interesting day of boundary protection lesson. Uh, it isn't easy because I was raised to be a people pleaser and be like, okay, whenever someone's doing something, uh, or behaving or whatever, something in front of me. And I just allowed it. And, and it really, I got resentful of people and I got, um, triggered by that and, uh, letting anyone walk over me all over me was the name of the game in the past. And I am learning daily now that when someone else's behaviors and fears start to penetrate my peace, I get to either say something or walk away. It's my right. It is our right to do that. We don't have to sit there and take it. I used to take it and I used to ingest it and I used to hold it. And I, it just took over and made me so hurt and angry. And I didn't want to do that anymore. So this was an experience and not doing that. Um, I was in a position yesterday where I was kind of like a captive audience. I couldn't leave. So I just sat there, listened for a long time because I was doing something and I just, I, I couldn't stop doing what I was doing. Um, and um, I just sent them love and I knew there was something obviously big going on with them or they wouldn't have been doing that. And the bottom line is I'm finding that there are always options. Like I said, you can either say something, which in that situation probably wouldn't work. You can walk away um, and you can just not say anything at all. That's the biggest and hardest one, I think, to do is to not say anything, because a lot of times we just want to we know what we know and we want to be right about what we know. And, um, you know, sometimes not saying anything is probably safer and better than saying something. So for me, that's how I did it. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, now I'm just going to throw in the car thing really quick. Uh, I was able to discuss more about the next step in setting up an appointment with the carpenter that has shifted a little, and I will get into that in a, uh, in a few minutes. Uh, all in all, the day was a good day. It was interesting. Um, there were like, Throughout the day, I was feeling my body was feeling like it was twisting into the knots, into knots of feeling scared about all of this. And obviously, you know, it's it's something I've never done before <laughs> in my life. And there's going to be fear. But I remember I read a book called Fear. I don't remember who wrote it. It's feel the fear and do it anyway. And so I process the fear, too, and just kind of say, all right, what are you really afraid of? 
you know, what's happening in deep breathing. I always go to the, I've taught, I've shared this with you about putting my hands on my heart, closing my eyes, breathing, connecting with my, um, my little girl, because she's the one who's scared because the adult knows that she can handle stuff. But sometimes when we get lost in, you know, the, uh, the thoughts of things, it can, it can kind of make us fall into a space we don't want to be in. But, um, I know deeply that this whole process is meant to be, I'm not, I'm not going to go to the grave with my music still in me. And this doing this is the music that I was wish to share. I mean, I still have the music I have done literally music. Um, I still have poems. I'm going to say that you can, that they're on my blog that you can look at too, that were really fantastic. I, you know, I have intentions and plans on as soon as things start to settle and move into some kind of a process, I, I really want to get this uh, poem book out because it's really cool. It's, it's like uh, 10 years of poems. Uh, and over the last, since July, June, July, August timeframe, whatever, um, I just kept writing poems, poems, poems. They kept coming through. So there's a lot of creativity in this process as well. And usually when you're doing healing work, your creativity comes out. That's a good thing. Uh, also, when you're, when you're, in depression, creativity comes out. I've also found that. So whatever it takes, you know, just get creative. That helps. Even if it's just coloring in a coloring book, that really helps as part of a healing process. Uh, I have felt through um, years of walking through the trauma, traumas that I went through, um, that still being able to live the life live my life on my terms. This is where I'm at right now. And I feel like by doing this work, I'll be able to open doors or at least expose that it's possible for others to do this. Even if it's just one person, I, I just, I just want to see that this, I just want to see this get out there and however it works, it works. I'm okay with whatever happens. So I do this out of truth and love for myself, for you, for possibilities for everything. And um, I found that in this process, I was pushing too hard. So um, like I said, there's more shifting going on. I'm readjusting, uh, adding more self-care in to make sure that I am in a, in a high vibration energy space where I can share, you know, I mean, this is probably the highest uh, uh, I've felt in a while since I've made this choice. And um, I just simply run out of time and energy to just self-care and my dears that is not an option for anyone so here we are today (laughs) uh walking through the past few days and taking in taking care of myself and allowing information to come through so i know what i'm doing and listening to what's coming through and following my guidance and you know in the past i tried to control my every move so i wouldn't be surprised Hypervigilance was part of the process. Hypervigilance is part of the stress response. It's part of fight or flight. It's part of all of the lockdown in, in, in fight or flight. It's just, it's something where you're always making sure everything, well, at least for me, making sure everything is in control because I felt so out of control in my life and I didn't want to do that anymore. And um, my friends, feeling in control <laughs> is a farce. It is so not true. And there will always be something that doesn't go as planned. We already talked about, or I've already talked about that. So 
what I'm finding is like open, broad planning seems to be the way to go for me, not too specific, because when something doesn't pan out, there's disappointment and it's probably added to more disappointment. It becomes bitterness. And, you know, I get I, it, it just it's just something that starts rolling all over and being put into this space of Meh. so um, something I've done my whole life, you know, and it's not it's not working anymore. So. My learnings over the weekend are to go with the flow, whatever's coming up, and a big one, don't panic. Okay, not so easy sometimes. However, you know, breathing through it, like I said, or finding ways to take a walk, use your energy, work, get that, get that energy out, the panic, anxiety, whatever it is, getting it out of your system. Uh, because everything is working out as it should be for my highest good and for the next steps in this experimental process. I know it is. So um, I will say this is absolutely challenging and slowly but surely I'm coming to understand more things about myself and my life. And that's incredible for me, especially, you know, those of you out there who've known me <laughs> either most of my life or all of my life, this is not who I have been. And this is different. And it, the, the, the work works. The play works. The healing works. Whatever the process is, I'm, you know, whatever I'm doing is working. That's all I can say, you know, because it's, and it feels really, really, really good, you know. Um, yesterday, I also had plenty of time to work through a lot as I was packing, organizing, and clearing out once again in preparation for this next move on my journey. And um, I really hope that you're able to gain something from this experiment of mine and these blog and uh, this blog and the podcasts. And um, at this point, as of right now, I am on hold with the car again. And hmm, I'm okay with it, which is a shocker for me uh, right now in this moment. I am okay. So let's see what happens next. It'll just go with it. And uh, as we continue to go on this ride of my life together, I invite you to connect with me if you have any questions or just feel the need to connect. Um, and I also wanna say that, oh, on my next destination, like I said, back to South Florida, enjoying time with friends, uh, friends and family for uh, Thanksgiving, preparing for my journey, tying up loose ends, getting things, ready, continuing to walk through my experiment. Um, I also want to say, you know, you have the option of uh, connecting with me on, on, on my links, which are going to be in the posts that I've been putting up on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and there's opportunities for you to subscribe to YouTube you know, whatever you want to subscribe to or follow me on or whatever. Um, be my guest. I also have a website, uh, carolinerina.com, which is which shows up at the end of uh, the of this uh, podcast. So um, I think that's about it. Uh, the rest of the day for me is just continuing to pack up and get ready to move on. And let's see what happens next. Thank you so, so much for being here. I'm so grateful to see this blossom and uh, look forward to connecting with you on the next episode on the ride of my life. Have a great day. Bye-bye.